Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Joy Tendai Kenger is a Zimbabwean national who's been living in Ireland for 20 years and has written a fascinating article that she hopes will inspire hope in others. Joy Tendai, you have written um, an article and um, you have said that we're coming through a global pandemic and for many it's been a period of great sadness but you say we only have to look at history to know that there can be some positives from a time like this. What do you mean by that? Well, firstly, Fiona, thanks for for having me and having read my article. I hope it did have a a positive impact on on everyone, which was the hope of it. Mm. And it's really written from my own personal views of how looking at different things and my experiences. So just as a starting point, we've all gone, the world has gone through, you know, different from the Ice Age to world wars to, uh, let's say, the droughts in Ethiopia but people still persevere. You know, the people, children are still born. Um, people get married uh, and people leave. So my sense is that, yes, there's been a loss. This is our global disaster that we've, a- we've been able to witness or our children have been able to witness. If those that went before us were able to pick themselves up, um, even in the, di- the most dire circumstances, uh, we we can only look even bringing it back home to Ireland the the the, the famine, and we could say that the people that were living in that period would have gone through such trauma hardship that they would have said we give up, mm. and no one goes back and and does that. So, really, I was writing it from the point that no matter there is always the cycle of life. There's always a time for happiness and a time of sadness, but we always have to look at the world with hope and it's something that my grandmother taught me that you they you know there's always hope do not feel that if today has been a bad day or if this month is going has been so bad or the year that it's going to end up that way so that is what i meant that we we mm. we always have the hope of the next cycle of happiness coming through do you think when you're talking there about the cycle, do you think that when we are in a period like that, uh, what you mentioned about the various different eras in history and, and this current pandemic that we're going through, that we learn things as we're going through something like that and that as a society we can be better on the other side then? Absolutely. Um, f- firstly, you know, the pandemic at the moment has shown us or shown the world the massive inequities and inequalities that exist um, within society because sometimes when we are so busy like we were before the pandemic going on with our lives not knowing you know who our neighbor was or even Mm. having the time to to talk to people or learn about other cultures and other people through social media we live in our own bubbles we don't have an idea we have our own social bubble our own cultural bubble that we live in 
and we forget that there's other people. And I think you know, really when I talk about, I don't like talking about abstract things. I want to bring it back to Ireland, which is the country that we are living in, a country that I have called home for the past 20 years, and it is my new home. Um, a lot of people would have had the notion that, okay, there is, you know, the blow-ins, there's the migrants and everything, that, you know, we are all different compartments and failing to see that if a person does choose to come and live in Ireland and stays as long as I am, like that person is not, is not going anywhere, you know, because for me, like, for example, I've spent half my life here and it, it's, it's knowing that we are together and really trying to bridge those gaps or those bridges that uh, are between us so that we can build a wholesome, strong nation when, when we all come out of this. You mentioned in your article that you yourself had gone through your own personal experience of loss and and death and poverty. Would you care to um, elaborate on that a little bit or do you want to go into your own personal story a little bit? So I'll talk about the things that I am comfortable about talking. Mm. So starting from really what has led me to today and having the strength to go back as a mature student and study was the death of my son in 2013 okay, I'm so um, sorry. and also my near-death experience where I felt that I was given a second chance in life and for me to go back and study I was you know it's been honoring my son's life and really hoping that you know as my guardian angel he keeps me strong and you know with the support of my two other children that they've been there so that is the loss and the loss of that is being so far away from my family and realizing that, you know, I could have died without my family or my mother next to me. And also just caring and keeping on that, you know, I have, you know, my son's urn that I look at and really not knowing that, is this the final place that I'll be? You know, just to having to know that am I, am I able to bury him in Ireland and will he be welcome on Irish soil? So those are the things. Um, just in terms of my life history and what has motivated me is my dad died when I, at a very young age and there's something that happens to you when you, you lose a father at a very young age. Um, it's a loss, you know, it's a, it's a big loss and within the African family would have been the major, my mom used to work, but both of them would have given us the same life. But my life changed to the extent that I was going to a very good school. And I ended up at times on the one salary that my mom had that we, she couldn't pay for the school fees and the embarrassment of being called up at assembly and told you have to go home because your fees is not paid or not having transport to go to school and you have to walk a couple of kilometers back home or knowing that there is no food at home, but you go to school and you put up a brave uh, face with all the children that would have had, you know, come from wealthy families and knowing that, you, the, you know, you're playing the long game, that it's not a short, your whatever you want to achieve is going to happen, but you're going to go through this. And turning points like that where as, as a teenager, you know, everyone has fancy clothes and everything, and you don't have um, those clothes. And to the extent that when I was doing my living cert, um, 
I, I, I remember that skirt that I couldn't afford. We couldn't afford to, to buy me a new uniform that I had to go and get a uniform with a patch on it. And that's what I wrote. That's what I spent the year wearing. Um, and that, that, so that is, that has been the road. That's an incredible story, Joy Tendai. And you have come through all of that and you are now a lawyer here in Ireland. Is that right? Yes, that was um, that was my dream uh, from the age of six. Um, like I said to you, I knew where I wanted to be, but I didn't know how the road was. So yeah. it's been an incredible journey, um, a, a dream that was uh, started a, a very, very long time ago. Um, but I knew I'm. I've, I've said to people that I knew that I didn't, I, I knew that I would be, you know, somewhere in the world, but I would fulfill my dreams. And what gave you the motivation to keep going and to be able to achieve that dream? I suppose going back to the fact that when you go through all the things that I've gone through or when you face hardship, you don't want to face it anymore. And also that I'm a very, um, I believe in God. I faith in God. That is what has pulled me through. Even when I was in a coma, it was my faith in God that really, you know, the power of prayer that really led, led me through. And just knowing that there is a brighter day, which is something that my, my, my grandmother told me that there is a brighter day. So that was it. And also, like I said, in my piece music, you know, they don't make music the same as they used to do. I'm very blessed that my parents love music and they introduced me to music. Our household was always, you know, full of music. And that is listening to that, that I suppose you get more motivation. And it's something that is sad that I see in the younger generation that they don't have that kind of music that really builds because what music is supposed to do is to bring people together Uh, or in my case or in other people's cases that it uplifts them when you have nowhere else to turn that you can put up a song and that will let you live another day or go through that period and really know that there is something to look forward to. And you also spoke a little bit about um, your Irish connections and Jameson in particular. Um, so um, I think one thing also that I'd like to say, Fiona, is I could have gone anywhere in the world, you know, when I decided to migrate. But I found that Ireland, um, having connections with um, the Dominican convent nuns and also teachers that were teaching in Ireland and also the history, the colonial history between Zimbabwe and Ireland, that there should be an understanding of what you know, different oppression does to. So that's why I um, I uh, came to Ireland. Also, and just the the fascination of having to to celebrate St Patrick's Day in Zimbabwe and knowing what what what's what it's about <laughs> and having to come here and experience it myself. But um, so the high school that I went to was called Jemison High School. So I suppose it was named after. Uh, one of the Jamesons that came in. And so that's because all the schools at that time, they've now changed some of the schools, but you would have, you know, colonial names to schools, you know, as well, we had Cecil John Rhodes, Jameson and so and so forth. So, um, and then only to find out that, you know, Jameson Whiskey was in, in Ireland, but the family um, motto for the Jameson family is Sinemetu, which means without fear. 
And that was our school motto. So from the time you started um, first year of secondary school, we actually had a song that we sang in assembly every morning. And that became instilled, you know, in you that you would go without fear. And until this day, whenever I meet someone that went to Jemison in our era, you have, they, they walk with their heads held up high, they walk without fear, and they keep on going. Would that be your message, Joy Tendai, for people as we emerge from this pandemic now? And, you know, you... You were talking about there at the start of the interview how people had come through different times of trauma and tragedy and came out with a positive outlook on life. Um, is that what your motto would be to people now as we emerge from the pandemic and try to make people hopeful, walk without fear? Absolutely. Um, so the message that I have is really in different folds. Firstly, to the young people, you are braver than you think. You know, when we face the pandemic, it's been a catastrophe for your generation, but you're braver than you think and you're loved more than anything in this world. So go forth and achieve your dreams. Do not let this period bring you down. And for for girls and maybe women from my minority backgrounds, this is your time to shine. It, it is really the time to shine. I feel that we are so empowered as women because our voices are now being heard and we just need to keep on going because I suppose we have the strength, we have the knowledge, we have the experience and not to take it from men, but also just in the general as in society uh, policymakers is that we are coming out of a, a period where Ireland, you know, like you said, walking without fear, we are able to to become one of the great nations and not for, you know, be united than, you know, disunited like what we're seeing the rest of the world. And that's my message that let's keep on going, you know, um, you know, standing shoulder to shoulder and holding firm. That's a fantastic message. Thank you so much for joining me on the Opinion Line. Joy Tendai and best of luck with everything. Courts 96 FM Even on a budget, Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.